In this week's episode of the DevOps Lab, we have a very, very special guest with us, Maddie Stratton from Pulumi. And in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about infrastructure as code with Pulumi on Azure. Welcome to this week's episode of the DevOps Lab. This week, we have a really special episode and a very special guest, Maddie Stratton. Thanks for uh, having me be here, April. I'm real excited. Thanks, Maddie, for joining us. I'm really excited about this week's episode because I love infrastructure as code. And this week, we're going to be talking about Pulumi on Azure. So tell us, why is Pulumi on Azure so, so awesome? So I've been, uh, we've talked about infrastructure as code for a long time, and I've been part of the DevOps community and InfraCode community for many, many years. I've, I've kind of kicked the tires on an awful lot of different things. And what excites me about uh, Pulumi is that it's writing our InfraCode in a real programming language, which has two great benefits. One is it might be a language you already know and maybe love. I don't know. I don't, I don't judge what, 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 how you feel about your programming languages. Um, so if you already know TypeScript, you already know Go, you're comfortable in .NET, you can write your infra code there. But also it's a real programming language so we can do real programming things like conditionals and loops and bring in packages and components and abstractions. And this helps us uh, focus on what we want to get out of the modern cloud, to, to get our stuff into Azure and focus on our applications and our services. Absolutely. And when people are talking to us about infrastructure as code and about cloud, there's always that learning curve of how to get into that cloud and learning that new language. And whether it's, you know, looking at ARM templates and going, well, I have to learn JSON, but I'm a .NET developer, or I love working in Go and like you said, TypeScript. So this is a massive advantage for the community. So tell us, how do we get started using Pulumi on Azure? So it's it's pretty, pretty straightforward, pretty easy. So Pulumi is an open source project. So you would just start by, you need Pulumi installed. And when we think about Pulumi, I'm going to, going to show you a couple things that we can do and to see where the power of that comes in. All you really need is to get yourself set up with a Pulumi account, which is free. And you don't even have to have that. The reason you have a Pulumi account is when we're running Pulumi programs, which is our software that defines our infrastructure, Pulumi has to have a way to understand the state. What is your state? So you have to have a place to store that. And you can store that in blob storage. You can store that on the local file system, or you can use the Pulumi SaaS service, which is what I'm going to use today. We're not really going to dig into it, just know that it exists and where that happens. But let's, um, I think it would be cool to like, take a look at a couple of the things that we can do. If you want to get started, if you go to plumi.com slash getting started, that'll, that'll take you through all the different uh, clouds that, that matter to you. But we're going to go ahead and um, get started and create a new Plumi program right here. So you can see I'm sitting here in Visual Studio Code, uh, just at my command prompt. And a Pulumi program is just a directory with a bunch of files in it. So I could create one by hand, but I'm kind of not into that. So we're going to create a new directory here and we're going to call it Awesome Azure. Okay. And then cool. if I go in, if I go into Awesome Azure, um, I can, again, I could write all this stuff by hand, but I'm an old school sysadmin. So I want to automate all the things. So if I just say Pulumi new TypeScript and I'm going to give it the dash Y which is going to auto-populate. But this is going to say, hey, Pulumi, create a new scaffolding for me. I'm going to use TypeScript as my programming language. Could cool. do this with Go, could do it with .NET. We're just going to use TypeScript today. And this is going to go ahead and kind of lay down the things that I need. It's going to create what we call a stack. So a stack is just an instance of my infrastructure. And mm -hmm. we can see it went ahead and created 
all these pieces. So, you know, it's a, a TypeScript. So, of course, we've got our node modules. And uh, we can see that it's already said, well, I know you're going to need the Pulumi package. I don't know anything else that you need in your life, Maddie. But that'll be a good start. So cool. everything's going to start in this index TypeScript file, right? This is our, our actual Pulumi program. And it's cool that we got Pulumi installed, but we're going to talk to Azure, right? So we have to actually import, we have to bring in um, what we need to talk to Azure. And so we'll import, come on, there we go, Pulumi, Azure native. Now, what's important about this, this is a cool thing, while this is installing, we have uh, for Azure, what we call a native provider. And the reason mm -hmm. that's cool about this is this provider, which is the thing that tells Pulumi how it can talk to Azure, is built nightly according to the API spec of ARM, of Azure, which means as soon as there's something available in Azure, it's available in Pulumi right which away. Which means we have day zero support, right? Absolutely. I mean, maybe awesome. it's like negative 24 hours. You, you know, if you miss, the, if you miss our nightly build, you might have to wait 23 hours. But that gets us that in there. And now we're going to head and say, let's, let's get a program. Now, there's a couple pieces we need. Uh, I'm going to... Do a little copy pasting so you don't have to watch me type, but we're going to bring in the packages we want. We're going to do some, basically we're going to lay down a web server uh, is what we're going to attempt to do here today. Awesome. So we need to get in the packages that we're going to do. Now that said, one of the things we want to do is our VM needs a username and a password, right? And we don't want to store that in our code because that's not good OPSEC. Yeah, so I'm able bad. to lay down. Yeah, it is. It's bad, right? So yeah. we want to encrypt that. So what I can do is I'm going to create some configuration that says, hey, Plumi, read a username and password that I'm going to set up. And, and then we're going to pass those around like they're variables because they are. And you'll see when I say require secret, that means that Plumi is going to encrypt it. And it's never, ever going to show it to anybody. Awesome. Um, so we're going to do a few, a couple other things. We need to have a... Resource group, of course. Mm -hmm. So in this case, we're you know calling it server resource group. We're going to go ahead and create ourselves. You know, we need networking because if we want, you know, a web server is not very helpful when people can't connect to it. Uh, I did once spec out a web server for a project in a data center and left off the network card. <laughs> uh, and I said that was how we we're going to make it really secure is everyone just had to drive to the data center and get on the KVM directly. Uh, that didn't work out well for our, our yeah, growth. You were Mr. Popular after that one. Yeah, yeah. They're like, nice try. Okay. <laughs> um, so what, what we're happening is these are all, you'll see they're all coming off of, um, I have all my autocomplete and all this stuff, and there's no Pulumi extension for VS Code. This okay. is all because we've imported these packages. This is all coming from TypeScript and the same thing. Awesome. And that's one of the things that I think is really, really powerful about this. Uh, we're going to go ahead and... You know, we, we need to create our network interface and our init script for our very high tech web server is just going to be to run the Python simple HTTP server and we'll make the value of index HTML. Hello, April. So I am now a web developer awesome. because we did this. And then finally, we'll just go ahead and say we're going to, I'll just want to dump in the last little bits and I'm going to walk you through them so we see how they work. So. There's a couple of interesting things that happen. We have the constant of the init script, which mm -hmm. I can then grab over here, right? Because awesome. it's a it's a parameter. And where this becomes powerful, you don't see it as much in here because first of all, you're never gonna build a web server this way. But 
Maybe I have a list of files. I want to iterate over files in a directory. Maybe I want to increment things as I go. And the thing is, because I create all these things as objects, um, this is what's going to end up getting me everything that I need to do this. So if we go ahead and just make sure we've got all our pieces and parts, I don't know why it doesn't like this, um, but we're going to find out in a second where we're at. Now, before we run our Pulumi program, you remember I sat there and I had to give it a username and a password. Right. And the way we do that is we need to set a couple different variables. So one of the things before we do that, we have to tell our Pulumi program, where in the heck do I want to put this in Azure? So if I say Pulumi config set and I set Azure native and I'm going to set it to West US. So... Yes. If we take a look now, I'm in my dev stack and you see it set a variable, it set a value for this. So stacks are cool because maybe they're for different environments or things like that. Um, so maybe I wanna run production in West US, I wanna run uh, staging somewhere else, I can set them different for each stack. And then likewise, I need to go ahead and set my username and password. So I do Plumi config set username to webmaster. And then if you see, if I'm going to go ahead and set, I'm going to clear this so we see it a little bit better. And we'll say that the password is. Something completely randomized. I don't even need to remember this because I'm never going to see it. But if you see, because I said dash dash secret. So now if I go back and look here, you'll see that that password awesome. is encrypted. And if I ever tried to kick this out to the console, Pulumi would not show that value because it knows okay. it's secret. Now, what Pulumi is going to kick out for us is we are exporting the IP address. So once the VM is running, uh, it's going to grab that IP address and give that to me, which I can then pull out from the command line, but I could even pass it around. Yes. So what I would say here, I now have my um, Pulumi program. So if I'm going to say, we're going to run Pulumi up. And what Pulumi up is going to do here is it's going to take a look at all my code it's going to kind of do a preview first. It's going to say, if you were to run this now, what would happen? What would happen is Maddie's code is bad, um, and which I was afraid of. So let's take a let's take a look and see. Okay, so it doesn't like it doesn't uh, like your subnet call, but right. this is really helpful because when we're working with infrastructure's code, while you fix that, I'll talk about infrastructure's mm -hmm. code. Why is this important? But you know, if you're an operational person or developer de deploying stuff to Azure. If you're just making changes, you have no record of what you're changing or when. And the, the plan feature has been super critical when using infrastructure's code because it also gives you a track record of what you're going to change. And I think in this real life example, Maddie's broken something. We all break stuff, right? But it right. gives us the opportunity to make it right before we deploy it again. So if we go ahead and we say the ID is going to be, so we're taking, because we created virtual network. So this is created mm -hmm. a new virtual network for us and it's got its set of subnets. So we should be able to iterate over virtual network subnets. So now if we go ahead and we just run our command Pulumi up, what this is going to do is it's going to take a look at our Pulumi program and it's going to say, it's going to do a preview. It's going to say, if I was to run this, here's what would happen. And we can see it's going to go and says, I have to create a new stack called dev. I have mm -hmm. to create the resource group, that public IP address, the VM, all those things we wanted to do. And if I go into details, I can see every specific thing it's going to do which is pretty great. So, but we're going to say, cool, looks good. Let's go ahead and run it. So we'll say yes. And this is going to now, 
Now, what's happening behind the scenes, just so you know, this is through my credentials to Azure, to the CLI. Pulumi, the Pulumi service has no way to talk directly to Azure. So you're not, uh, we're not hosting the execution for you. So this is either using how I've configured my machine. Maybe I put this in a, uh, in a GitHub action or a pipeline or something mm -hmm. uh, that has all those credentials and ability to, to go. So you can see it's going ahead and chugging away. It's creating all those things that we need. And this is really important for anyone that's deploying infrastructure as code, this ability to plan our code before we deploy it. Because what happens is we go to deploy something, we make a change, and we don't know what we're doing until it's done. And then it's too late. And we have to either backtrack if it didn't work or what have you. But then we also have traceability end to end, especially if we're doing deploying it from some kind of pipeline or, or GitHub Actions workflow. Which I love if we if you're doing it through, if we're you know keeping our code inside uh, version control, because as has been said before, and I love it, is version control systems are communication tools for developers, mm -hmm. right? This is how we can be communicating with each other through um, through the versions where these are going. Absolutely. And it's it's really, really critical to defining these processes when we talk about DevOps and, and all these tooling and all these things that we want to do to be high achieving DevOps organizations and start doing things in a really good or even what we call the right way, really, when we're deploying to the cloud. And we didn't get into this today, but one of the other things that's powerful because we're using a programming language like TypeScript or Go or .NET, we can use all the testing tools that already exist. So we can write test classes for the things to say, like, is this going to do what I expect it to do? Uh, and Or am I creating something that will not do what we used to have it do, so to speak? And tests are super, super important to have early and often into our code. And I was perusing the Pulumi website and I was looking for some references to build some resources on Azure. And I know you're doing TypeScript. I like working in Go. I have a lot of friends and colleagues that like working in .NET. And the documentation is phenomenal on the Pulumi site. And you have the ability to switch between the different languages so easily. It's fantastic. Awesome. So cool. So we saw that it came up and it gave us back. So it gave an output called IP address. So now if I were to sit there and say, if I was going to say curl. Um, and then if we say we're going to curl out uh, and get uh, the value of IP address. So remember what we've done there is we're saying we're taking the stack output of the variable mm -hmm. called IP address that we created and we're shoving that into curl. And in theory, that should give us our website that says, hello, April. So awesome. we are now web developers. We can go update our LinkedIn with our new um, stuff. Now, if we were to go there, uh, if we were to make a change, which we're not going to run through this entire thing, but even let's say I wanted to change this. So instead of saying, hello, April, it said, you know, good afternoon, April. Mm -hmm. If I was to sit and say, run Pulumi up again, and again, where it's going to just run the preview, it's going to say, okay, something has changed what do I need to update, right? And in this case, it's going to say like, okay, the configuration of the VM is different. So if you were to go ahead and run this, you'll see it says, I'm going to change that. Uh, and if we were to go into the details, it would show me that the custom data has changed. I'm not going to actually run it, but what I am going to do is clean up after myself. So I, if I was to go ahead and run a Pulumi destroy, that's going to say any cloud resources that were created in this stack. I'm going to go ahead and delete them. So I'm not sitting around and waiting and running up my uh, running out my free uh, trial or running up my bill. And this, again, is just sort of a very toe in the water, like where you can see the opportunity to get started. Uh, with this, we can obviously build much more complex infrastructure. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of different patterns around that, too. 
Absolutely. I think this was an awesome showcase into what Plumi can do for everyone out there. I mean, it's really easy to get started. Use the language that you prefer to use so you feel at home. It's less one less thing to learn. We can get tests into our code early and often, which is super, super critical. Um, and the resources and the learning materials to get started on the Plumi site are really good. So we're going to put the link in the show for everyone. Maddie, thank you so much. This has been great to see Plumi in action. And I hope to have you on again sometime soon. Fantastic. And I just want to say we, we just launched our registry. So if you go to plumi.com slash registry, that's a great place that shows you where all the providers, all the resources, all the example code to get yourself going. And it's brand awesome. new this week. So we're real excited about it. Wicked. Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Mm-hmm.